Okay. Let me take a sip of my gin. Ooh. Made it strong. Okay, let's start. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Sex and Virgin. <laughs> We're back finally after a little bit of an ad break. Um but today's episode is going to be slightly different. We don't have guests. Um yeah, so it's going to be a lot more conversational and chatty. You'll get a chance to know who we are, why we have this podcast and uh what our hopes are and some interesting tidbits that um hopefully will interest you enough to want to listen to us and our voices. Um as i said it's just <laughs> it's just me and potato bake today um yes, as you know yes as you know i am madame dudu de blur those who roll with me call me dudu almost everyone rolls with me they call me dudu um and i have my lovely co-host potato bake hello which is, which is uh, an awesome and very fitting uh um a name maybe you can go into <laughs> like it was always strange like um not having a proper nickname to my very short name that is just tattooed people were always yeah. trying to jazz it up like in funny ways but it was always mm-hmm. two syllables anyway and it, it was like it's not really a nickname if it's two syllables for my name and for you know tt or something like that Um, but potato is three and yeah. you introduce everyone <laughs> to yourself as potato potato tato and they'll always remember you as potato because i guess it's the first ingrained thing yeah like i actually just wanted to get away from people pronouncing my name as tato because it's not <laughs> oh i guess i should also like talk about my name Can you, just, one, <laughs> just just this one though because they are There's, plenty there are there are plenty 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 um so madam dudu de blo is my shabari account on instagram and how the name dudu is firstly dudu is my name it's like my actual normal everyday people call me dudu name but um how i how i spell it is very different uh because of the first time i went to paris and i went into a starbucks and i told them my name is dudu and that's how they spelled it and i was like you know what this is it this is this is my name <laughs> so yeah, now people are like dodo i'm like so, no yeah. don't, don't don't mind <laughs> the o's that's right <laughs> something else completely <laughs> Exactly, and it doesn't exist no more. Um, but don't we smart. all? <laughs> <laughs> That's true as well. And you, my friend, are very smart. Oh, thank you. I feel like all my friends have to say that. <laughs> but sometimes, no, sometimes I, I do things. <laughs> I tell no lies. I tell no lies. Oh no, no. Sometimes even I am just like, yo, dude. But you're dumb. Hey, what are you doing? Why did you do this? But um, I mean, you know, I guess we all have that feeling, especially mm-hmm. when 
you accidentally try to execute execute electrocute yourself but that's a story for another day um i don't even know it (laughs) you know it because it was in varsity when i thought i could like hook up my uh radio fix it and then i was like yeah the only way to real to like find out whether it is working is to first plug it before i connect the wires and then it exploded what? and i thought my my eyelashes were off <laughs> and I, <laughs> I remember my mom just asking like what is that noise that i heard why were you screaming i'm like no that is like classic classic like um you know those old old timey comedies maybe like um i forgot his name oh charlie the chaplin vibes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that same era though um charlie chaplin vibes when like when there's a bomb and then the eyebrow gets burned off <laughs> <laughs> I legit thought it was gone, but luckily my face is still intact. Um, okay, so now that you know where our names originated from, I guess we can start the episode. Uh, once again, as I said, it's going to be very conversational and chatty, something very different. Uh, we'll go back to uh, bringing in guests, but for now, we just wanted to have a little bit of a chat so hold on to your seats and enjoy the ride so (laughs) (laughs) so we have a a few questions that we've been asked um and some that we just prompted um out of like things that that came out of our noggins um and i guess the first one that um we've been asked before we actually had the podcast is why specifically this name and like how did you pick it and why did you pick it and what is the i actually have a problem with like asking too many questions at once but like why did we pick this name and what were we willing wanting to achieve so yeah i I mean yeah (laughs) i will i will leave you to 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 add and then i'll also add um i think you you know um we were looking for a name and you know when you want like a really cool name you don't actually Mm -hmm. hear when you when you think hard about it it's more like incidental a lot of the time Mm -hmm. um Mm. but we were talking to somebody we were asking everyone right um yeah what um this somebody's your brother right <laughs> was, was, <laughs> we're asking, oh yeah we asked a few people but yes my brother um mm-hmm. in this in this instance was like okay why don't you just call it uh i think he said sex sex and vagina you know <laughs> vagina. <laughs> but i know every I mean, time i was like oh okay cool thanks thanks for your suggestion but i was like that's where yeah Um, (laughs) we're gonna think of something cooler um but we didn't actually think of something cooler or as cool as um as we like i think we also have a problem of wanting kind of perfection at times um but yeah which is which is a problem which is which is why we're we're not millionaires just yet but we will be soon um (laughs) 
<laughs> guys um, yeah. we have and paypal I, accounts I, I if you, you want find... to send us money please do yeah please do paypal <laughs> um but yeah. i know you find the word vagina like really and and vulgar i don't it just as badly it's yes. like moist right <laughs> like, <laughs> like the word moist that kind of word that eeks like for us yeah, yeah. Moist. Yeah, and so you <laughs> you said like we'll we'll then say vagine because you like using the word vagine. I do like using the the word vagine because I also feel like it's a like um a twenty um, first century thing. Uh, you know, you see memes of <clears throat> a certain demographic that um, requests for pictures of bobs and vagine and. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the timers um, now? Those timers there on the hey box, man, no? hey mm-hmm. man, they 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 do be asking for those bobs. <laughs> so I was like, you know what, Virgin is such a great name, and you know it's one of those things that also kind of covers a lot of what we want to talk about because I think in this age in this day and age specifically when like BLM uh, was like picking up again once again mm-hmm. it's not like a new thing but like when it was picking up um, and people were talking about like uh, uh, amplifying melanated voices the natural progression into uh amplifying melanated voices is oh let's talk about race let's talk about you know things but like we're more than the skin we were born in we do want our voices melanated but guess what we're sexual beings and we love sex or hate sex some people hate hate it completely and that's perfectly fine you absolutely not want to have sex to be asexual to be pansexual bisexual you know we wanted this as a a sort of like safe space to talk about sex and visions yeah yeah simply simply and um i think it's quite a a a brilliant one um if if we say so (laughs) ourselves If he says it's platinum, bruh, 100. I mean, I mean, come on. Everything we do, platinum. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I wanted to ask, like, um, what what exactly, if you were to put it in words, would be what we're trying to aim uh, for as sex and virgin in this journey? A place where one can talk comfortably and yeah. you know um i don't know what yeah. it, what it was like for for like other people growing up but you know we just didn't talk like in my household even with my mom, um, yeah. with my mom yeah. we didn't talk about like um number one like even the vagina type of thing we didn't talk about yeah. it yeah um i wasn't really comfortable as well to like ask some questions if i saw some mm-hmm. stuff happening on my body like what's this i'd much rather you know go on google well luckily at around 15 16 like, i could actually look stuff up 
even little around yeah 11 years of age i could look stuff up on the yeah um but the fact that i want you know there wasn't an environment for me to be able to ask candidly and and speak to even my mom like i said about like my vagina let alone sex like we didn't yeah a sex talk you know and i i think if if i found some stuff out from um the people closest to me you know mm. who were taking care of me i you know there's just some stuff that i didn't have to find out on my own i think yeah yeah um, the, yeah the knowledge could have just been passed down to me and i could have been armed with that knowledge before some stuff um happened to me and i know exactly how to handle the situation for instance exactly exactly because i feel like um it's it's a common thing in in the black community especially for uh girls and women not to have those conversations unless your your parents have been super liberal but to have those conversations mm-hmm. and actually be <clears throat> you know real and and um engage about as you said the vagine uh engage yeah. about sex like it only took me now like it's it's embarrassingly recent how how only now i i i figured out that you know uh vaginas are naturally acidic which is why mm-hmm. if you're not wearing panty lines and which i don't do i don't wear panty liners at all unless i'm on my period but like all my underwear is stained and i just looked at it like i don't know what's wrong with this thing oh, yeah, <laughs> like it's yeah like you you get to a point where you're just like i guess this is just life everything seems fine but like all my underwear is bleached mm. and then you realize mm. i think it was maybe a year or two ago where i read a post on facebook and they were like facts that you uh, should know about vagines and i was like oh oh okay so this is what's happening and imagine going 27 years of your life never knowing crazy <laughs> never knowing crazy. why your underwear is being yeah. bleached but it's being bleached crazy and i think also another reason that you know it was 27 years um is also cuz in between girlfriends like as much as you might have grown you know grown up with chick friends around yeah. you um you, you guys still didn't you know compare notes exactly didn't talk about it so exactly so had you guys spoken about it in high school or varsity um and compared notes um you you'd go you'd all go oh crap yeah same thing happens to me yeah you know type of thing when you realize that oh it's natural or whatever but yeah because it's not it wasn't something that's spoken about like in in families yeah and and then but also kind of like in in a chick circle yes instead i think in 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 like our friend groups um i mean we have a mutual <laughs> friend um who was like yeah you know you need to do the research you need to go on google and learn how to give a blow job and uh so that it's it's great um and those are the like the levels of conversations we had uh but never mm-hmm. the things that could be found 
like embarrassing like only now um is it like i guess hitting mainstream media that not all big boobs like the 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 thing with having a big chest is that you'll have a natural sag to it but then you know as as a kid and as a, a high schooler you walk around thinking oh every other girl that has big boobs has pretty boobs looking them in the face and these are mine like you know what what is happening i even had someone say have you had kids and i'm like mm, no oh, wow. there's just gravity <laughs> it's just gravity oh, wow. and it's 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 life and i think like efforts to shame women on things that naturally happen to women is how we get yeah. to where we are right now where there's not yeah. a divide i will i will pick me are the ones who are quick to say yeah but i am this i am that you you are just not marriable you're not dateable you're not you know yeah. desirable yeah i mean i've seen um young guys you know in the like early, early 20s mm. like dating on stretch marks yes you know like oh no she's got stretch marks and i was like yes natural like what do you expect um to happen or what do you like if they they come naturally yeah. and even the she, thinnest she women like, have stretch marks exactly even guys have stretch marks so i'm confused as to why they think stretch marks on women are gross yeah you know? yeah i i blame the media i blame the media cuz i was asking my mom the other day i'm like you know we've we've watched the show for half an hour i think it was spy or something and within the show there's been like two or three a uh, l'oreal uh, whatever ads on how to keep your skin glowing and looking young and i'm like men also are made up of skin why do we not focus on on them looking after their skin why are we not as pedantic and uh uh you know wanting so much from them yet us as women we have to have a seven step skin regime you need to be mm, you need to be thin or if you're you're curvy you need to be a certain kind of curvy because people yeah. are out there like oh, i'm bbw but like all you are is just like a big ass but the smallest waist but there's women yeah. out there that have different shapes triangles squares circles and yes, yeah. they look at all of that and they're like cool we're plus size or both plus plus size we can both step on the scale and be the same size but your weight distribution is more favorable than mine your skin still exactly still to the day your skin as a yellow bone is better than mine like what why yeah yeah no that's that's because i'm just thinking about the um, uh, plus size models mm. you know there's this chick who they her and her friend do like tiktok i think oh, yes. videos short videos with her dress the same yeah. but they're different tones and different sizes. Yeah. So as much as I'm so happy that like um the big girl was being embraced. Yeah. And, 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 and she's beautiful. She's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Um, I, follow, I follow her on Instagram as well. Yeah. She's very like, hip 
happen bamhevi she's not like yeah but she's got that hourglass that yes. still the feeling mm-hmm. like shape mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i mean all all that but but you know you know what i'm saying yeah yeah no i know i feel the same way all the time i'm just like <laughs> <laughs> i'm like mm, damn son is this is this where we're at um okay so i guess this we have a lot to go through but um i guess for our our viewers um maybe you can let's, let's oh <laughs> i let's mean if if you want to view us i mean then <laughs> i just looked at my webcam <laughs> like am i being recorded right now <laughs> send us money on 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 uh, uh paypal and we'll send you like uh, a waving every day like if you want someone to wave at you <laughs> every day we're here <laughs> but um yeah so i guess the next question um that this one was more preemptive but also something we've spoken about on the other podcast was like currently we know our relationship statuses 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 um what is your relationship status um and what what challenges do you have in south africa with your dynamic i mean i know but and i guess some listeners also know but they don't know like how you met um and and also just obviously okay now i'm giving it up that you actually have someone but like obviously going out was the you, question was the question specifically for myself for both of us like uh what is our current um um yeah. uh, relationship status and what uh the yeah. challenges in in your relationship status dynamic because like um, you are stunning right and you're dating someone me. okay now i'm giving it away but you you will talk more about okay. your 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 uh relationship but like obviously when we go out when you're walking there'll always be someone who wants to get in but like how do you navigate that situation and like what are the the things that either annoy you or you appreciate about dating <clears throat> yeah see um <laughs> it's a mouthful as much as as much as it is a mouthful um <clears throat> i was thinking about it um yesterday as well mm. when we were going through the questions it's it's okay so so let's start with the relationship status yes um in a relationship mm-hmm. yes is what what my status is mm-hmm. um how long for mighty long time <laughs> you've been oh, you've been dating as long as i've been single ish bra yeah yeah hey yeah i don't know since then i think it's maybe 9 years now maybe i don't know actually i think i think 11 yeah 20, 20. 2011 yeah. yeah yeah so it's basically all of my 20s mhm um the challenges like for me the challenges are Okay, let's start with the challenges in G. Mm. Life. Yeah. Cuz I started it like the relationship started when I was still really young and I still am really young. Yeah. Um and the challenges there I would say are like growing still like 
growing and trying to figure yourself out, but then you're also simultaneously trying to figure out the next person yes. and trying to figure out how you guys continue on a path together with you know it's 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 a it's a it's a lot it's a lot yeah yeah um it's like this you're still yeah you're still young like i said mm. you don't know what adulthood is you're only stepping into it now yeah um and then you go date someone and then it, be- it becomes serious very quickly and it's it, it's a lot to deal with as a young person um but also there, there are a lot of um awesome memories a lot of um stuff that you figure out together as you're both kind of still wet behind the ears yeah um yeah but also yeah a lot of a lot of fun things and but then you also see like you know your your friends kind of parallel lives yeah them living out their youth if you will yeah and like date hopping and like you know mingling and all of that yeah um so it's a it's there are a lot of challenges and there are a lot of um um good times and and just I mean, yeah, I love. Chal- yeah. Challenges will always always exist. But for me, um I think like my 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 thing that I've always kind of um enjoyed or looked up to um in yours and David's relationship is the fact that you know there's there's not a lot of like possessive control so if we want to go out and he's like ah no i don't want to hang out with these bitches like we can all go (laughs) 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 like we can all go out and we can we can uh have fun and then come back and either he's there or he's going out with his friends and i think um um that in in itself has been like a beautiful thing to watch um and just how um i guess i don't know just how 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 compatible uh the the relationship is um in that in that aspect 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 why am i saying aspect in that aspect <laughs> yeah cuz you know you okay, get that's, that's... yeah yeah, I was no, saying it's, it's refreshing to hear. Yeah, okay, no, continue. <laughs> I was saying like, you know, you get a lot of um, um, partners these days that um, um, want to only spend time with their partners. Like, you're supposed to completely leave your friends, leave his friends, and your worlds are meant to like revolve around each other, and that's all there there is like yeah. i am his he is mine yeah. don't look at him yeah. you know um yeah but the the nice thing is like even when we go to a festival like you don't always have to like be walking and and looking at him like and he doesn't always have yeah. to do that because 
as a of the matter he's not even like gonna be he's just gonna drift off do his thing i'm gonna drift off do my thing like, and we're, we're both happy and we both know like yeah okay he's the ever you know yeah i feel like yeah. we're we're the number one drifters <laughs> i just remember the time when you, were, when you were drifting in a very luminescent skirt and to prevent people <laughs> from finding you you just switch off your skirt i'm like I am watching this girl. I am gonna follow her, <laughs> and it felt like you know a, a lion like stalking its prey. I'm like, this girl. Why yeah. is she switching off her lights? Why? Why is she trying um, to disappear into the darkness? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's quite interesting to hear. Um, obviously, you know, like um, if you don't write stuff down or review stuff regularly, you don't actually see. How far you've come, yeah. As as a pair, or yeah, as a people, whatever. Yeah. Um. But as you're saying those things, it's like maybe little things like that that are that I take for granted that I don't even um like. It's very strange for me when I hear my friends like um some of yeah maybe say you know, my guys doesn't want me to to like drink or doesn't want me to go out or doesn't want me to be wherever without him yeah that that is like asphyxiation exactly exactly it's because as you're saying that now i realize that oh gonja this is not really natural um or, or maybe considered normal yeah you know, yeah have where he can he doesn't mind if i go out like obviously there's a respect um element yeah i'm not just gonna be like going every week i'm gone for a month you know, <laughs> yeah i'm gone for a month like, i'm gone for no i'm not on some phone calls and stuff like that no yeah but um there's mutual respect of okay no she wants to go out now and get uh plastered mm. i don't want to go out and get plastered um you, you're more than welcome to go like even if you come back on sunday as long as like you know yeah that kind of you respect thing um yeah and it's very strange when i hear other people say like you know my friend doesn't like my boyfriend doesn't like my friends or my boyfriend doesn't want me doing this or doesn't want me there without that. Me. yeah because I, yeah. i also feel like whenever and maybe this is just me reaching but i feel like if you meet someone and you you meet someone a certain way like there's there's a certain level of like like compromise and 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 like kind of changing a little of who you are to make the person you're with happy but if the things that make you happy are the things that they want you to change completely then i start to think why are you with this nigga i mean you like yeah. you like uh, baking and now all of a sudden he's like no I don't like oven. Yeah. I don't like baking. You need to stop. Like yeah. Leave leave it the whole man. It comes from a a place of um insecurity 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I know in in the beginning like I like hate I hate like cigarettes and stuff. Mm, mm. Um I don't know if I hate them now cuz No, I don't think I do now. Yeah. They're but unpleasant, but not the best, mm-hmm. but not the worst. 
Uh, but not that RG thing I've been selling now that it's in my home. <laughs> people can afford this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm freaking poor more. Yeah, see, okay, but. Yeah. Um, Like initially, so for, like for me, um, when I had tons of, when I had tons of insecurities as a mm. young one, like mm. starting out dating, yeah. um, like proper, proper dating, I was um, also like insecure and like, no, you, you shouldn't smoke and you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that. And like I could fast realize like, no way, I I wouldn't like someone telling me, which which happened, maybe that's why I like, I had someone who critiqued me all the time. Yeah. I dressed, my hair was and I was like is that what I'm doing to the next person so yeah. I stopped it you know is this the Jesus guy <laughs> <laughs> no Jesus guy was long 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 ago like, yeah. in my, in my finger, I think, yeah. oh that guy is hilarious <laughs> oh guys 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 let's, let's not we don't want people thinking like we're out here being blasphemous so I'll tell the story please um <laughs> <laughs> when I was, I think maybe um, around 17 or 18. No, I couldn't have been in matric. But anyhow, I was, I was dating this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and funny enough, as much as like I was an emo kid, um, I went to church a lot because mm-hmm. that's just what happened at my place. Um, there was a point in time actually that I went to church like four times a week. Um, yeah. <laughs> And but I was still my emo uh, rock soul, you know, alternative rock soul, yeah, bubblegum, uh, punk. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I dated this guy. He was like manager at a skate shop. I forgot what those skate shops were called. There were so many of them back then. Exactly. Um. Yeah, they obviously stole sold like skater shoes and skateboards and they sometimes they would have a small skate park thing inside the shops like i don't know if it was billabong or what but some of those shops yeah um and he was like yeah he was like manager he was like maybe 21 or something mm. or 22 i can't remember and um he was cool i liked him but he was wait like, not to interrupt you he was 21 and you were 17 um yeah i think i think that's what it was yes oh okay yeah okay um but i mean you know back then i didn't like even have sex you guys it did not oh yeah 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 anyway so this guy only got like a day off i think on sunday so Sundays and Thursdays, right? Yeah. So I'd either, I'd either have to bunk school on Thursday to see him, mm-hmm. or I had to bunk church on on Sunday to see him. Oh hell no! And <laughs> uh, he, the one. Okay, so long story short, the one day he wanted to see me on Sunday so badly, and I was like, I need to go to church first. I'll see you after church. And church would go out at 1 p.m. Like I could not skip church. I was like, my mom is is a is a Jesus warrior. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you if you don't go to church, you're just seen as being um, possessed and demonic, and then you have a whole like family prayer thing mm. happening. So you don't want to go that far. So just go to church. 
Yeah. 1 p.m. I'm like, I'll be there half past one because his house is near to my church. This guy goes like, he flips. He's like, he never gets to see me because I want to go to church every Sunday. And this Jesus dude is coming between us again. Um, <laughs> so, that, so that's the Jesus dude bad story, guys. Like, but like this Jesus dude keeps coming between us um, every time. Because I even invited him to my church the one time. Dude, does he not come in? Um, I was like, just dress. You can wear. I know all you have are black clothes, but just wear something plain. Yeah. And you know how we dressed like our emo selves back then. Yeah. Guy comes to church late, which means everyone is seated. Mm. Um, and then he's like wearing this death metal band shirt, mm. and you know what's on there, like stuff that looks antichrist, maybe. <laughs> and he had like he had his chains around like we used to wear those chains remember yeah yeah um, the belt area and 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 uh, spikes he was wearing his spike um, necklace mm. the the leather one with the spikes and on the wrists as well um yeah and then he was he was walking then he waltzed like to the front of the church like there was only space at the front like second row and he had to walk past the whole church with his chains going (laughs) 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 yeah so that's that's the jesus jesus dude that's the jesus dude oh my gosh yeah i remember him (laughs) i really loved him you know i really thought i could change not change him that's another problem like with me and maybe with a lot of people like we're talking now Mm. who enter into relationships and want to change people yeah um at the time like he um i understood him on you know the the kind of cultural um aspects Mm -hmm. you know we partook in the same thing we listen to the same music kind of thing yeah and then on the other side of the uh, soul deeper like level i knew he was troubled and i was like that girl who wanted to to help him and save him and yeah and it's like ugh, that's a problem because once you start having an in, an image of someone um like you're building a story that you know is is in your mind yeah and you're trying to obtain that in the flesh and it's like but that's that's all in your mind and now you're trying to change a whole human being to fit your idea of what they ought to be exactly exactly and sometimes you know, sometimes they can fit it but other times most times really when when they do actually fit the image that you've created for them it's either they lose a little bit of their essence or they can't reach what you want them to 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 reach and then Mm -hmm. you're left unhappy they're left unhappy because they're like i'm trying my best yeah 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 yeah. Ah, relationships (laughs) so um um, yeah, so tell us about your relationship status. <laughs> well, um, I laugh because it's very laughable. Um, 
entertaining. It is very entertaining, but also like uh, such a such a rubbish. Um, so my relationship status as as is currently is a single, ready to mingle. Um, and as as I said, like I've been single as long as you've been dating. Um, I think my last relationship was probably in 2011. It lasted like seven seven months with a girl. We know the girl. Oh snap! Was that 2011? Yeah, I think it was 2011. Yeah, crazy. it was like either 2000. Yeah, it was 2011. I think it was 2011. Because I remember talking to her about Opie. Um, and I don't think we went to OP first year. We were just talking about it, but we went to OP the second year. That's when you met David. And at that time, I was like, ah, I am dating this girl. But then, um, I think at the yeah. time, it was one of those things that kind of came at the wrong time. Um, but for the why do you say that? For the right reason. So, um, you know, I think even in previous episodes that we've been in, I've I've spoken about I've spoken about I've spoken about how um, I identify as pansexual, um, and and so I've I've had attraction to women. Obviously, my attraction to women has always been very limited. Like when I like a woman, I like her a lot, but I like a specific kind of woman and it's not even like oh i like a a lipstick lesbian because i have gone from liking someone that's super girly to someone that's um a super masculine but there's just something that that resonates with me that i'm like i i really like this and i could comfortably end up marrying this person if we were ever to date and things were to go right but yeah, um, I also have this like. <laughs> I think I posted like, sometimes I get people claustrophobia. So whenever I get into like a relationship with someone, especially someone that's very into it and very like you know, ready to marry, ready to raise yeah. kids, ready to do this, and I'm like, I'm 19. I still need to explore the the world like i went from wanting to to be a nun and not having sex i remember <laughs> you know I, I i wanted to 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 live that life to now starting to think okay cool i am attracted to men i am attracted to women but at 19 can i comfortably um um settle down with this woman that has very high expectations of our future like she was like we need to move in we're gonna raise my child we're gonna do this and i'm like yeah and at that time i was like you know when 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 people put expectations in front of you that you feel like you can't meet you automatically like just want to step away from them um and so that's how it ended i said i would actually like to explore dating men um which is weird because for years after that i didn't date anyone um and i I think i haven't been comfortable to date um over the years 
there was actually a time when I genuinely thought like either I'm going to die a virgin or I'm going to lose my virginity in my 30s and like as the years were going on you kind of create this thing where you you make I don't want to say make penises bigger than they are but like you genuinely put a lot of uh, uh pressure on yourself yeah. to either have sex or to enjoy sex and so yeah it took a lot of like emotional work which i'm glad i got by by being single and um you know attracting you know the kind of guys i attract i attract guys who are super into me but make no moves so i had a chance to to be by myself yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of well <laughs> i have to give you that. I, mean, <laughs> i don't know if I'm, that's the thing though that's why i'm always confused at the end i'm like but but like you guys are so into each other and then it's exactly. like exactly exactly yeah. yeah and like it's one of those things where i honestly and i know as like a feminist woman and as a woman that believes in like equal rights um and i always be feminist yeah like i i believe in or i personally the, these are my preferences when i come in and say this is my preference i don't know if it's hypocritical so like for me um i and as shitty as as it sounds and it, i guess it's not even like the exact um i don't know the exact dynamic but i actually really enjoy um having a traditionally manly man so i like having um a man that is interested in me that um sees me and wants me and actually chases me um and so a lot of the guys that i think i have attracted have been sort of like lukewarm which doesn't really sit sit well with me um mm. yeah so i'm i'm always just like ah and in terms of like how the dating pool is in south africa um <laughs> there's this meme that i shared saying that like the dating pool has a some pee it says some p but i honestly think it has a lot of p and a lot of floaters there's <laughs> there's just like dodgy men that are uh, either willfully ignorant or just i don't know what they are um i was supposed to go on a date this week and yeah. the guy was like yeah um come to my place and i'm like Mm-hmm. I have not met you. Um that's not safe and he's like why is it not safe? I'm like do you think would it be safe if like your mother or sister or cousin said that they're going to another man's house that um they've never met. They've met. Yeah, that they've never met and he was like yeah, of course and I'm like okay. Yeah. Well, this is how we unmatch so I unmatched him, I removed him. I deleted our chat. He sent me a hi yesterday and I was like I'm not going to respond because if you're that unaware of the shit that's happening in South Africa like you know some crazy shit is happening. Yeah. Some crazy yes I was reading about the the girl in Eastern Cape that was raped by four men and then seven other men that were meant to help her just oh. decided 
Oh, actually, let's let's get in on it. And now they're trying to get fully levered. But I'm like, how did we? Because the article says three separate men. So the four men raped her. Uh, three other guys, I think, found her, and they were like, oh, instead of helping her, let's just get in on it. And then three other men. Like, that is so sick to the core. Like, how does a human being do that? Exactly. You know? exactly and when these and i know it's controversial but when these all men not all men um uh come out and they say all these things i'm like you see the irony in you saying not all men is we know inherently that it's not all men we have good male friends but if you as a man want to be completely blind to the fact that women are dying and are being raped they're being molested they're being harassed um just because you're a good guy then you're pretty much as bad as the bad guy because you're not helping you are the problem as well exactly i was talking to a guy that was saying that um yeah you know what what can i do to help you because he's like uh yeah you know you're you're posting all these things and I feel like you're being treated like an angry black woman but like everything you're saying actually makes sense like um I had this thing where I said honestly if you are a woman that is out there that needs um assistance whether you need a taser or you need pepper spray um I have the set amount of funds just hit me up I will buy you a taser I will buy you um um a Uh, pepper spray and i'm like why can't we have men like this why can't we even have men that understand that shit is going down in this country so the dating pool is full of like not all men it's full of men that are delusional it's full of just yeah i was was thinking oblivious but no they're actually delusional because if it's right there and exactly. You see it happen. Like we can't call that being oblivious. You're exactly basically rejecting the information that's right in front of you. Yeah, I think there's also, and not to steer off what what like the the progress of our conversation, but like I feel like there's um a level of, and I don't understand it. Like hatred and hate towards black women you know um no matter what you say like hey we're being killed hey we're being raped like please help us you always have a man that's like yeah but Tsukhafato's uh, bullet's death was orchestrated by a woman yeah but you know this woman uh uh um uh, was accused uh, or accused this guy of rape and he didn't rape her and the cases were dismissed and i'm like you can't take like one percent of what happens in the population and then look at it as a whole like you can't say now we need to uh, uh not believe all women that are uh claiming that they're raped we need to um not uh support all women that are dying because one guy was like yeah but men are actually dying a lot more in south africa and i'm like Mm. yeah they are but they're being killed by other men like only 10 percent are being killed by women so the problem is not whatever you're talking about this is firstly a crime issue that men out there are feeling 
like they can't provide for their families and so they resort to violence and killing but like don't compare a crime issue with actual gender based violence like women are dying mm. because they're women mm. women are dying mm. because oh you talk you spoke to the sky i don't exactly. like it now you're going to die like how is that even logical and how are you supporting that mm. so yeah being a single woman in in south africa is a little bit tricky because i never really know if there's actually any good guys that are interested in me cuz there are good guys but like a lot of the good guys are either taken or um <laughs> they're living their lives and don't want women at the time cuz they've been heartbroken so i'm like yeah is it even is it even i think it then i think it is hey like remember when i when i said like it's so amazing that people who are so different and so many of them can exist in one on one planet like think about all the variety like, of people we have you know what i mean exactly. so yeah. i think it's definitely i think there are guys like that out there probably even in a 20 km radius <laughs> not where i live <laughs> I've been no, I, I know like, I know the people not... in this neighborhood are like dodgers <laughs> fuck. <laughs> ah, they're like, ooh, they are the floaters of the stating pool. So they're the pee. <laughs> they are the pee. No, it's just no, like No, no, honestly though, I think there's so many so many people in the world and as much as you know the people you see all the time you don't truly know what's happening in the 20 km radius so i think true the guys do the people do those people do exist how to tap into them is maybe with the mind mind con- not mind control but like the tantra stuff that you probably want to talk about later yeah but yes mm-hmm. speaking to the ether or like sending off vibrations yeah maybe, yeah maybe. That reminds me of a time when um you know when practical magic had come out and I was like oh my gosh I'm going to fashion the perfect guy I'm going to burn uh uh you know first write lists of of the qualities I want and then I'm going to go outside I'm going to burn them and then you know the universe will hear me where is he <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> I actually remember that time. <laughs> yes. yes. We've been alive. We've, We've been, been alive. So alive, dude. Like um yeah. I I was going to say maybe we should tell people how old we are, but like that's neither here nor there really. We're old. We're as old as we look and we don't look old. So just take that with a grain of salt. Yeah. <laughs> so Now that we've spoken about like um like our relationship statuses as status sounds weird status but like now that we've spoken about data <laughs> now that we've spoken about our uh, status or data <laughs> and the challenges um in those dynamics 
um obviously with with you there's 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 like just inherent um um relationship challenges that everyone goes through with me it's just tender being like a shit hole that produces like garbage men but like um yeah now that is is there another app or like are they all the same i mean there's there's okay cupid um mm-hmm. but i feel like okay cupid is also equally delusional because you can have a great platform but it's um the quality of people that are on the platform that really yeah. makes it like if you're if their subscription yeah like i guess the nice thing about okay cupid is that you can filter out or i think you can filter out but you can see who and who doesn't um support BLM so it's it's there on their oh. profile like BLM supporter um and the nice thing is that you can like answer quizzes and how you answered quizzes and how uh someone else answered quizzes um gives you a a rating so if i answer 100 quizzes 100 quiz questions someone answers 100 and out of the 100 we both answered um the same questions like 80% of the same questions then were like sort of like a high match um the only thing is like is it both is it both answered or is it like a test it's a quiz yes it's a quiz but the quiz so is it, it's mm-hmm. answered so is it answered or is it answered correctly it's so there's no correct answer like the the, the okay. there's questions that they'll ask like what are your opinions on uh politics and if you say oh, oh like like if you say you're liberal and they say that they're a uh, liberal as well or you said you're liberal and then you have to also answer like what what is your acceptable uh answer so if you've said i don't mind whether they're liberal or conservative then there's sort of like a match because you said you don't care really what they are yeah. um but if yeah. it's like oh the person smokes weed uh there's people that absolutely don't want to smoke weed and so they will say no and then i'm like young can say pia wash yeah 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 so there's so that's the nice thing and you can also look up your direct opposite um so someone that answered everything why would you why would one do this i mean cuz i know sometimes some shock value is Yeah. Nice for the system. Yeah, cuz if is if, that is that why people do it? No, but like if you if you say okay, cool, opposites attract. I'm into this kind of music. I want someone that's into totally different music, but I am not I'm ne- I never look for like the uh direct opposite because there's things that I'm steadfast on that I'm not really That's what to. that's what I'm thinking. I'm mm. thinking more about like the core fundamentals or like the core of a person you know their beliefs and and such and exactly it's like i don't know like maybe trump or trump versus or oh, like, or women should be in the kitchen or, yeah yeah like yeah. maybe a sandwich person versus yeah. a, i'm an independent woman and i yeah. don't pick up your socks exactly and like not dogging on women that want to do that but like that's that's not me and for me i 
the one thing of all the things firstly is i am not interested in <laughs> dating someone that doesn't drink because like then what you know i feel like drinking is <laughs> like like okay so i drink no so wait 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 hold on yeah okay so you're saying mm-hmm. start over so i can understand you properly so like okay here i am i drink eh? i mean i don't drink excessively sometimes i do on weekends when i'm at a festival or a party but like so i don't drink i mean i drink you don't drink you don't touch alcohol you don't care for it and now you want to enter my life and i need to sit and be like yo no i'm not gonna do this for you I must end my long-term relationship with alcohol for a man. No. Oh, okay. But what if, I mean, what if they're just neutral about it? They're like, no, I don't drink. I don't whatever, but I don't mind getting you drinks. I don't mind you drinking yourself yourself under the table. Um, they just don't <laughs> mind it. They just don't like, <laughs> they just don't care. Well, so that shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, no. I think in that case definitely not. Um I think for me it's you know when you feel and we've we've had the situation you and I where when we went to rocking the daisies and we had someone with us that kind of made us feel like overly judged and you kind of feel uncomfortable and not yeah. able to be yourself and you're always like running away from this person i don't and want hiding. that yeah i don't want that i want to to be absolutely free and absolutely free. comfortable exactly. with, with my partner so if they say yeah i don't drink but you can drink but like don't now act don't make me feel worse because Bad. i think and yeah. you don't yeah yeah that's that's just it so we were four episodes into sex and regime which is amazing um but like what <laughs> a lot of hours of work though so <laughs> much so much like, <laughs> especially when 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 we get someone or people where like um the the network is not as great and you're just like yeah, yeah. oh no I know the first episode we did actually mm. um you didn't have electricity and we were all kind of panicking because it was our first one yeah. and everyone was on standby and we were like oh is it going to come back <laughs> and then I had to up, yeah you had to drive somewhere yeah I had to record in a random parking lot watching people um <laughs> <laughs> But it was it was nice. I mean as as like something you mentioned about like us being um like perfectionist and I also identify uh, very much as a perfectionist um but I am more of a there's the kind of perfectionist that wants things perfect and then like drives like aims to get the, that whatever perfect right and then there's the kind yeah. of perfect perfectionist that kind of knows that things can't be perfect and kind of loses steam and just does things like i just do things um i think you're the latter yeah now. yeah i'm definitely the wait what the latter 
Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you the former? No, no, no. I'm the latter. <laughs> For a second, I'm like, what is English? What What are we saying? <laughs> but I, I am the latter, which is sometimes good, but sometimes bad. Um, so I. So before you mm. continue, sorry. Yeah. I've picked up now that like the last maybe two years, you've become the the letter in which you in like in the long term, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, the end goal is still is still the same. But how we get there and if we stumble upon the way, yes. you're perfectly fine with that. Which is a really like strong mental thing because yeah. you're basically telling yourself instead of us getting you know like a hundred percent yeah it's okay to get 80 percent we improve along the way da, 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 but we, we we don't want to lose steam let's yeah. just keep going and the end goal remains the same yes and that's that's i guess i i honestly don't know how i got to all all aspects of my life from even the 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 first time i i i had sex and and like spoke to men like i don't know what got me to a point where i was like comfortable to be like oh yeah i'm going to your house you know um and then i got to a point where um even in work like i will share my thoughts i will have like these steps that i i want to do but if i feel like actually someone else wants to do it i'm like <laughs> take it take it if you yeah. screw it up i don't care at this point i have this like very um um i don't know what kind of just do it or don't do it um if it's done it's great but if it's not done it's, it's also great and if it's done well it's great but if it's done like a little bit subpar like my first as as we mentioned like my first episode because we've been hosting like on and offs just to give each other like exposure especially in light of like our career goals um and i think our career goals that's the thing that i guess have has always held us together that um despite anything and everything like our career goals have always excluded working for someone and so <laughs> <laughs> and so when we sit you and we're like, like yeah day one it was like okay awesome. day one like 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 I, yeah i remember the nice. conversations we'd have with people like we'd ask our friends like are you actually happy with life is this your goal <laughs> And then we'd have friends who are like, yeah, this is my calling. I love this uh, 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 degree. And then we'd come back to each other like, is is this your calling? Like, is, is accounting what you want? And we'd be like, no, I want to do this. So for you, it was like singing and content creation. And then for me, it was like writing and content creation. And I think we just like found solace in each other in this is not what we want like we don't yeah, want to work like, we're gonna do it for first to get some money but like in the long run like really do you actually want to be all stiffed up in a necktie exactly. and exactly. boxy suits and ah. and ah. just sit there morbidly 
Oh, like at what point do you stop saying this is what I am living for and this is actually me living? Like, there's a point, and I think that's 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 one of the things that I've also like recognized around like people we've we've attracted into our circles, um, even people we just randomly chat to at festivals, like people want more and they're so capable of having more and we're capable of 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 having more but like i think if we get out of our um like heads and and get out of the the anxiety of what if it doesn't work out and we just try we can do so much like and also it's one of those things where you know, I know we're <laughs> guys. We're talking about things that aren't sex and vagine related, but these oh, yeah. are hope. These are our hopes and dreams. But like, um, so Potato Bake and I started uh, um, a shop, um, a reselling shop called Boutique, and you know, um, there wasn't that much of an uptake, but for me i find solace in that if you talk to people that started business uh they'll always tell you about the multiple failures that they had before until they eventually like hit the jackpot and i feel like the the more we progress and the more we move into um like finding ourselves and finding our styles and finding what we like and what we don't like um will eventually get to a point where the money will follow like even in this podcast i think eventually the money will follow you know um yeah yeah like i have serious hope in us because it's just really about following or rather trying to be your true self mm-hmm. imagine like now we're talking about the whole work situation or our dreams yeah. when always talk about where do we see ourselves or what do we want to do in the long term mm. um, sitting in like a suit and looking all beautiful yeah. and all of that but having to put on a persona mm. a a professional persona mm-hmm. you know that kind of thing it takes away from from a person and mm-hmm. you know like for instance say your tats you mm. just want to have your tattoos free while you're working Full because, body. yeah because mm. the you that's providing to the work is in your mind and it's not how you look or how you dress exactly exactly sense yeah and we've always spoken about like um all these like firstly being multi-millionaires and knock on wood lord please make us <laughs> multi-millionaires but like being uh, a multi-millionaire uh, business owners where you know you have stuff obviously but then you 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 have stuff that are firstly millennial inclusive so a lot of millennials are leaving work that like they're leaving big corporates to go join smaller businesses because yeah, we all want to start feel, up their own things yeah mm, we want to feel like we're a part of and we want to grow um um not only the organization but we want to 
absolutely feel like the organization cares about us um yeah and, and not just and, being a number exactly not being a person that's just coming in you're doing a box now you're leaving your blah 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 now you're doing uh uh payouts like this is not what what we're, we're made for and i think there are people that are absolutely okay to live that life mm. um but i think for us the mere fact that we have the discomfort means that there's there's something and- more Yeah and um it reminds me of um you know Big Sean's album I decided that's where yeah. uh bounce back was on but like that whole album oh, yeah. was like all about goals and stuff yeah and um there's a part where one of the songs where he says if i ain't special why do i feel it then mm-hmm. and that line resonated so much with me because it's like i know i'm ought to be something else or be more you know there is more to me and there's just this discomfort like and like i don't yeah. like the, i don't like the this the retrics if you will yeah yeah you know, yeah comforting to me um exactly. that's what we i like i think up until last month or two months ago i still mm-hmm. asked someone like are you are you happy <laughs> <laughs> is it me like are you actually that? <laughs> yeah that's the thing that's the thing and like i mean firstly if any of the listeners want to come to me and ask me questions and solace like i'm the worst person because firstly i feel like i'm always just like firstly the world's fucking gonna end it's all shit like everything is 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 just bad but i think life would be more <laughs> tolerable <laughs> if i had like a million in the bank and also a million is nothing but like 30 million in the bank then then i'd be like okay yeah money doesn't buy happiness <laughs> yeah yeah but it's cool i'm um, in my bugatti <laughs> right right that's all i want that's all i want um yeah so so now that we i think we had spoken about like how was it hosting the first episode um obviously the very very first episode which was chaired by me um and i think everyone has noticed that like we haven't uh, a tattoo do do tattoo do do tattoo do do approach where um i call her tattoo but she's potato bake if you don't know her call her potato bake please <laughs> don't get too comfortable um <laughs> but <laughs> anything you like but like we've had like a uh um an on off on off um uh, approach um because i think in our discussion that we had just right just now um we've spoken about how we've kind of had dreams of um content creation and it it might not be i think in 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 the past we didn't we weren't able to 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 name it content creation like it's not something that we could um like label as content creation and not just content creation but also uh creations in art 
you know um yeah yeah i think for for the most part um we might not have realized it but a lot of who we were back then in varsity was about creation like you saying i wrote you did craft i was drawing like we we are naturally creators in in our being and so this podcast offers us an opportunity to to be creative but creators but also creators in a in a in digital. a topic yeah in a digital way and in a topic that we really um um enjoy especially because um i think i share your same sentiments around like no one was there to talk to me about sex you know i had to yeah. go on the internet i had yeah. to like google and like some things on the internet aren't really the 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 reality of what's happening um i mean have you seen <laughs> the porn films ah there's there's no wackers cuz they will give you like all levels of insecurity like you'll be insecure yeah. about not only your body and your skin tone but like your vagine which is something you should never be uh, yeah. uh like have to think about you know vagines are vagines they come in different sh- uh, shapes and sizes like sometimes and genuinely they and colors that. exactly 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 and sometimes they'll have like the remnants of ingrown hairs like you shouldn't look down and go exactly. oh i have this this uh cluster of of pimples because it's i don't know an sti even though like i used to get those even though i wasn't having sex and i'm like i know it's ingrown hairs they're ingrown yeah. hairs but like you know yeah. when you go to a porn movie and you see this lady like, with like clean. the cleanest shape like the clean, like is it even i need to understand are they putting makeup on it cuz like how is it so um, like clean and safe a lot of a lot of bleaching cuz i know there's like the anal bleaching as well mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the skinny area bleaching and inner thigh bleaching as well yeah I don't know if I'd do that. Like a part of me is like fuck no, I'm perfect the way I am. I'm great. But like I don't another know. Part. I'm I'm yeah, another, another part, part of me is like I, I love body modification and I love I love like um like tailoring and sculpting the perfect you, you know? Um so if it means getting a bum job a boob job all these things like it's not that i don't love my body but i think i can make a much better body <laughs> through the help of science and so okay if- <laughs> i think your body is better it is it is but like i can i can make it look like much better firstly if i can get like obviously movie. how you want it to look yeah basically yeah Yeah, so okay. it's one of those things where I'm not desperate to have it changed. But if given the chance, I, if I got the chance and I had the money, I would do it. Um the bleaching, I'm not sure, I'd probably do it. Honestly, if I had the money, I'd do it. I've tried many like um home remedies as well, but my problem oh, yeah. is 
um because i also have a complex in that sense and and you see mm. here's another problem had someone had my mom or whoever told me to stop it with the razor blades in my teens i would yes. not have um as dark or coochie as i do yeah yeah because those razor blades like if we had a kind of a podcast when i was growing up that i could listen to maybe um mm-hmm. where they talk about all of these kinds of things like your feet shaving creams as well don't leave it on as long because it's not relaxer cream guys that kind of thing yeah yeah all that stuff um you know adds on and is adding scoring um mm. your cooch area so yeah that's why we yeah. need to talk about the stuff openly people we need to talk about the stuff openly and we need to be like get to a point where we're comfortable but also guys are weird like um there's a guy i told that i i pierced my clit and he was like oh let me see and i'm like no i don't Ooh, want like a full grown man like i no, my no. vagine like firstly i don't know you know no, i no. think the vagine no. in my mind i i've made it a lot more like uh then it is like sometimes i pull out a mirror or uh, my phone and i look at it and i'm like oh, okay it kind of looks like some of these porn stars and that's that's what i'm 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 happy about in in porn that we have like amateur porn stars who yeah look like like everyday people and have every exactly. everyday like vagines compared to these like neatly tucked neatly shaven uh mm-hmm. one tone uh uh women that are professional porn stars and i'm like i'm i'm i can never look like that i will never look like that actually never yeah and and that's why i think just you know stick to the amateur or not amateur per se mm-hmm. but the more natural everyday people as you say kind of categories exactly um, unless of course you get a kick out of it whatever it's obviously your choice but remember that the person that you're going to meet for a tinder date or what have you um might have like really pretty you know pictures or whatever but like they're not going to be they're probably not going to look like the porn star that you, you're watching yes Yeah. Okay. Sometimes they're have... better. Sometimes they're worse. Better. Exactly, but naturally stretch marks most mm-hmm. people dark yeah. area most people. Mm. And and honestly for me, no, I don't know if this is this is not something we we noted down as something that we want to talk talk about, but like I honestly feel like I've had my best experiences where a man has made me feel like I don't want to say worthy but wanted as well like these yeah. guys who are like oh I want to fuck you you go to their yeah. place and they're like take off your clothes let's fuck and I'm like you know it takes a lot firstly for a woman to get to like super arousal and i feel like 
men need to focus more on like foreplay they need to focus on touch they need to focus yeah. on which is which is why um just going to one of the questions we we had which is what is your dream case and what is your dream topic for me my dream topic and this is a very personal one is um tantra you know i i i believe that the mind is a very powerful thing and through if you harness the mind and you harness um how to connect your mind to your body you can you can literally make yourself orgasm without being touched that these are things that can be done and if 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 you harness and master uh tantra as a lifestyle which is great but also tantra as an um enhancement of of sex like you can get so much enjoyment out of it but i think the ma- the most enjoyment that you can get out of sex is when you genuinely feel treasured you genuinely feel sexy like no one wants to have sex yeah. with someone while yeah. you're feeling like a potato well not yeah. potato, but like like you know and when you feel <laughs> like yeah, girl the same a potato firstly <laughs> a potato brings us vodka gin actual fries a potato oh is amazing a potato is not a vegetable guys can we also not let's not even go there okay what do you But mean it's not a vegetable it's 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 not guys But, <laughs> mm? but yeah definitely when you know you're feeling sexy and you feel like the person's into you and um they love your body and they love everything that yeah. you are within that moment it makes it all the more magical exactly exactly mm. instead of like oh um i don't really mind whether you're here or you're not i think this is a topic that we're probably going to cover in future episodes like yeah. nagging but i i i and i've also mentioned it in previous um uh, the previous podcast around um what was it was it interracial relationships but like i find that i get nagged a lot by a lot more black guys but for me it's one of those things where i find it extremely startling to to have someone uh be able to give you like firstly if you don't know guys nagging is like having I, the way i would describe it is like someone giving you like negative complete uh compliments like oh your head is big but your eyes are pretty yeah. <laughs> something yeah. along those lines like i've yeah. had guys tell me oh you know you you kind of looked better when you were thinner but you're pretty and i'm like but you're still yeah, but you're still pretty yeah yeah i'm like how how would you do you expect me to go from what you said to in the bed like yeah. there's nothing about what think, you said that makes me want to also, have sex with you i think also the kind of um the kind of comments like you know you you're pretty for dark skin girl or yes. you speak well <laughs> for mm-hmm. black people mm-hmm. um those kind kind of comments as well yeah on oh, nagging that, that that are nagging but also like 
some of them are inherently or is it inherently but inherently um racist like a friend of ours both your yours and mine um had mentioned that when she was dating a white guy um he said yeah i like your nose because it's like small it's not like other african noses and oh, i'm like yeah i'm like yeah. oh <laughs> What do you say to that? Because this is just that is racist. Exactly. That is racist. What do you say to that? Um, but yeah, I think it's at that point where you you then choose um, whether you continue with a person like that or not. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Mm, problematic. Okay, so I'm trying to. So you're saying that you want to do some tantra? I do want to do tantra. I do want to, you know, I I, I specifically want to do Tantra and I I think I mentioned this to you. Like, I have found myself go to sleep, um, have sexual dreams. Um, Unfortunately, they're never lucid. I wish I had lucid dreams because then you can focus and and, and control what you're dreaming about because then I can have sex every day. (laughs) Anyone I meet in my dreams, I'll be like, let's fuck. <laughs> so I I basically go by by what my dreams are like say and what my dreams do, but like mm-hmm. I've had dreams where I I'm engaging in sex. Um, I think the first first one was with a woman, which is also really weird for me. Um, and uh, we have sex, but then I wake up physically in an orgasm, and I'm like. How is that even possible? Because I'm not having sex. There are no sex demons, I hope, in this house. <laughs> Death by sex demons. Hey, Death the by story sex in the demons. community. <laughs> um, daily love, sun. Yeah, on daily sun. Yeah, on daily sun. I'm having sex with my demon. <laughs> the, demon the demon said I must be ready at 8 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. You know, but you never, never, you never know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's definitely possible. Uh, the mind is so so powerful, so powerful. Yes. Um, if yeah. you're doing it in your mind and you're truly focused on it, it is as good as you doing it for real. Um, like yeah. you've seen also with those tests, like with the scientists your brain also pulsates in the same areas that it would when you're physically doing whatever it is that you're thinking about doing you know so mm. if you truly focus on it yeah if you truly focus on it apparently and and that's why i want to learn i also want to learn to control actually i want to learn how to channel sex energy to yeah other things because I know the sex act or the thought of it or whatever actually the act of it is one of the most strongest like energy creating mm-hmm. activities yes yes so if I were to take that same energy like the sex energy and like transmute it to something else mm-hmm. say work or business or whatever my art my craft whatever 
yeah and get the same kind of feeling in those as i do the sex feeling yes one would excel in whatever it is that they've transmuted that energy to exactly and someone was actually um I was just on that someone was mentioning that like orgasms and sex are a powerful thing and like you can manifest you know we we believe in like uh vision boards and manifestation yeah. of things but like they were saying that you can use orgasms and sex to to assist you in manifesting yeah. um things because like if you think about it that's the only time when your body is filled with so much so much so much energy that exactly. firstly you don't know where the energy is coming from but like your whole body gets vibed up with energy and, and you can use that yeah mm, and you can use that to to like manifest things in in your life and i thought that was a very interesting thing because um you know how what can you manifest can i manifest um um the, the million that you a want a beautiful house yes. i want a mansion and a car i want to travel all that, all that man that man that you don't think exists in the 20 kilometer radius that guy I don't Can't think he exists in in the journey. Ah, I feel like you know. I have I have a lot more matches, like like percentage matches, and people I find attractive that aren't in this country. Where I'm just like, hmm, is it one of those things? Do I need to leave this country to find the perfect guy? But yeah. where do you find the perfect guy, even when you're overseas? Yeah. There yeah. is no perfect guy unless you transmute the sex energy. True. <laughs> <laughs> Create the perfect guy from my loins. No, but I mean. Uh, amen. <laughs> that's that's one of the things where i'm just like uh, hmm. i don't know i feel like also side note i'm just highly just disappointed and just drained by men they stress me out yeah that's that's another topic yeah for another day maybe maybe after our next four episodes with um guests um our listeners can pop questions by and we can answer those or if they want us to chat about something um we can perhaps you know mention yeah. those um okay i'm going to i'm going to dive into the next question yes so is what you wanted to say like in relation to that or to Okay. It's about being a guest on here, but I think that should be the very end to say yeah. if you want. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um with regard to the sex act. Mhm. What what was the, the cluff, most cluff. the cluff cluff <laughs> the 
the the wet okay. the wet pasta noises <laughs> <laughs> what is the most um myth or misconception that you've heard ah so i think for me the the most shocking thing um and this is just something that always shocks me when you talk to guys about sex um especially in South Africa i think men have this con- misconception that um having sex 30 times with one man um is better than having sex 30 times with different men um they think oh no now all of a sudden that you've had sex with 30 men your vagine is like an open door like it's a, a an yeah. auditorium where you have no control i also think like there's this very perverse obsession with um um like tightness you know men are always like oh, i want a tight woman but honestly i think all women are tight to different kinds of of me um i've had men with big dicks who are like mm-hmm, okay like they're living their best life just inside my body but then i've had men who are like average size who are like yo son you you be tight but i'm like first yeah. not it's not a compliment secondly like i think my regime is made for the stick that's why the stick and this regime are are complementing each other the way they are uh but i've had bigger guys who are just like yeah i don't i don't know i don't, it's it's sex you know it's, it's sex and mm, and and i, I think, think there's this of, like um, romantic romanticizing Mm. Mm. I think there are a lot of factors at play though as well. Um I don't for me I don't ever think it's just <laughs> and maybe we'll get to this now that it's just like the vagine and the and the penis, you know. I think yeah. there are a lot of other factors at play like how are you feeling on that day? Um, why oh why do you want to do this right now? Mm. Um, mm. you like do you need foreplay or have you been wet the whole time you know it's like a lot of things yeah 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 not just that straightforward and and that's also why maybe um even sex with with a single person can feel different um exactly exactly like even when you're just using your toys like every orgasm that i have from my vibrators always different always different because i feel like putting yourself in a space where you think everything is always going to take um it takes the same that everything is going to be the same it's going to be enjoyed the same is robbing yourself of a lot of experiences but mm. i don't know if i could like segue into this um in terms of um soul ties yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so, so like 
what 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 are your thoughts on on um soul ties and guys if you're listening um this chat is really just as we said conversational so you might disagree completely with what we've said and that's perfectly fine i mean we're not in a world of homogenous human beings so we're not meant to think the same act the same and ha- share the same views but we're just sharing what we think and how how dull a world would, would that one be like a homogenous uh, uh, we're just feeling the same looking the same uh, no. can't count me out no Mm, it's mm. okay. I will. I will be the witch that you burn at the stake, but I will not live that <laughs> Exactly. If you're not doing anything that would have gotten you burnt in the 1600s, then are you living? Are you even living, bro? Come on. <laughs> are you even? Um, um, but soul ties. I, for one, I for one mm-hmm. believe in soul ties. Mm. Um. And and that's maybe because you know I didn't really exercise the muscle of just um, um, having fun, if you will, like in a sexual mm-hmm. way. Yeah. I think every every time I've had a sexual encounter, it's been very thought out. Nothing ever spur of the moment thing. Mm. Um, you know, yeah. No, and I so think. it comes. It comes with the feelings of having thought about it, having um, rationalized it, having you know, like seeing it kind of as a big decision thing. Yes. Yeah. And so I think yeah. in, in 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 my case and and in my history and my experience, I've. I tend to believe that soul ties are a thing because mm-hmm. um, every time that I've had any sexual encounter, it was um, with someone I cared about deeply and mm. that that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, thank you. <laughs> but like for me, um, I think. The, the the concept of soul ties there's once again two parts of me that say one part that says yes I, I I believe in soul ties you know sex is a very intimate thing and if you're engaging in sex with someone there's always a part of you that stays with that person but I think that like in society there's a lot lot more like um importance that's put on the part that women play women play so um if i'm having sex with a man um i am leaving a part of me with him and like i am like I he think, can just go around and do it with a hundred women but he's not yes. using any bit of himself but as exactly. soon as a woman does it um, then she's like spread all over and she's not yeah. whole and she's not and worth she's less exactly exactly like um, for me um, I think purely by the virtue of I got in got in get got into getting into the sex game really late so I 
don't have as many like instances of of sex as I would want or uh are people Are you serious right now? Yeah. Are you serious right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like like honestly I've had men go, "Yeah, oh, you you've probably found so many cars. Are you in your hundreds?" I'm like not oh, even in my twenties. I'm oh, not even oh. in like probably I don't even know if I'm in my tens. If I'm in my tens, I've just gotten to to my tens. Like I've only started engaging in coitus like three years ago. So I don't have as much experience because even in 2017. But what is much experience though? Like let's because yeah okay. Well, what is much experience? So, so is much experience. By the, is it per? Is it is it accumulated per head that one engages in the act like with, or is it yeah just the different instances and different? Okay, so 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 then it's basically a, a different deck. Okay, I think I think like for me, I've I've because of my my limited amount of time um when i started having sex i was like oh it needs to always be great it needs to be with a certain kind of person that makes me feel a certain kind of way um so i think even um a friend of ours that we both know was like dude you're doing too much <laughs> just relax like you don't need to go to a sexual guru you don't need to go to this this and that but i'm like i actually want to completely explore uh what can and cannot be done and what i do and do not like you know mm-hmm. so in terms of the quality of sex i think i'm i'm i'm, I'm getting i'm I'm good, but the quantity not as much because there's also the whole like not being in a relationship. So who are you having sex with? Um, it's mostly like hookups and stuff, um, but hookups with very interesting human beings. So I I'd like to say that I have very interesting human beings so I, I i'd like to think that i've got experience in terms of um i think you have like quite ex- expensive is it expensive yeah expensive but my expensive for experience. me i'm like you know when you ask someone like what they've done and and with where they've been you you start to have this kind of anxiety of Oh, I haven't really done much because I'm very into BDSM as a lifestyle. And the extent of BDSM that I've been in is bondage and impact play. So when when people are like, I want to go deeper, deeper, bruh. I want that candle wax. Candle lights like standard, like first night, like burning your back. I no 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 no. So I don't think like the 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 more intimate like uh, str- I don't want to say strange stuff, but like the more like the deeper I get into BDSM, I wouldn't want to do it with a stranger. I'd want mm. to actually do it with with someone that I'm comfortable with, someone that I trust. Like even 
the whole thing of like someone saying i want to pee on you or i want you to pee on me i'd never go to a stranger go to a club and be like yo pee on my face no like why mm. why 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 you know no, so <laughs> like Even i'm though, thinking about like i'm thinking about that mm-hmm. one case where um yeah. a friend of yours um mm-hmm. i think kissed someone um and uh, at a nightclub and then got like mouth sores and Ooh. went to the doctor and the doctor's like these Ooh. kinds of sores are only like they only come up when someone kisses dead bodies or something or has sex necrophilia basically yes yes and yes. Yes. so this is what i'm thinking about i don't think yeah i think don't definitely guys who's whoever's listening don't go take it like a one nighter and have them pee on you or stuff like that exactly you will die but that's that's the crazy thing like um you will die i think we are in the 21st century and who we are we're all very subscribed to a hookup culture right um even if it's not like oh i am having sex uh with this guy first date but like we're in a like oh i mean i meet a nice guy i start chatting to him i will make out with him in the club but you never know what that guy has you know you never know so this and is why so- like okay because i basically um have not partaken in the now dating scene obviously mm. like i've been dating um someone for a long time and yeah. a lot of what i learn is through you and and you know the questions i i sometimes i have like with like three threesomes and yes no not yeah but like okay not just threesomes but you know like group sex yeah I always what i want to know is how does it work with protection the, the double the, the protection the double dipping the you know if there's tons of you like surely the guy's not going to be changing the condom six times or five times and yeah if the condom just came out of the one veg and it's coming into the other veg then that veg could infect my veg so these are all kind of the questions i have and obviously this is just my um con- controlling kind of side <laughs> like <laughs> control freak where i'm just nervous and i'm trying to figure out how does this work um and obviously i've never been on tinder or anything like that so i don't know the culture per se i know it from i know it as an onlooker having people on the inside <laughs> telling me what's happening <laughs> you know? um yeah but sometimes it seems like sometimes it's like i think i would be a bit i would be a bit depressed i think i would be like maybe happy yes to like hook up for a while and have like many hookups whatever um yeah. but then once i get to a state where i actually do want to kind of have one person um who knows me you know and i don't have to retell my story every week and you know say who i am every week and say what i do every week you know and have to like start from not again every other week 
which I think I feel I th- I don't know maybe just let me know I think it's, yeah. it can be exhausting to constantly put your CV out I mean hello you know you know me and CVs um I became like a an interview queen and that yeah. can get really exhausting like constantly going to interviews and stuff like that um so is it is it as is it depressing as depressing as I would imagine it to be once I but I would imagine it to be depressing or depressing or just hot just heartening um mm. once I get to a phase I don't know if you have once I get to yeah. a phase on like no, I really actually just want to hang out with one person and I actually am tired of constantly putting myself out there I yeah. just want one human being and I'm tired of swiping and I'm tired of finding people who initially seem like a match and then finding out they're kind of dicks or something like that. How is it? Like, I know also I have a playful side, so I would just probably, I think I probably would love the playfulness of it and like kind of playing a chess game and moving parts and re- like being a different person every other week if I wanted to be, you know, and kind of role playing every time. But how is it actually? Is it fun? Is so, it not fun? Yeah. So I have this thing where um, I have certain periods of the month where I am absolutely okay to be single. I don't care. And then there's other times, especially like if there's being single completely and then being single with hookups and then like actually wanting a partner the whole actively and actually wanting a partner only happens predominantly during my cycle where I don't want sex I mean I love sex during that time but like I don't want it Um, I just want someone that's around that can cuddle me that can talk to me and all these things and that's when you really feel like the emptiness and then mm-hmm. there's times where i'm like oh, i just want regular dick really i'm just like yeah. can i just go to one person or a set of people continuously and um you know get my needs met and then there's other times where i don't care to be touched by <laughs> anyone where i'm like I don't care for men. I don't care. I don't want to have them around me. And I think the worst part is the complete letter, the like the the first part where you actually want someone. And for me, um, pre this, I was not really interested in dating, and I didn't care about dating. And um, I think it was also. A little bit of like past traumas and just trying to deal with life as it is and then this year i was like yeah i'm ready i'm getting a man and then Kovivi. and now i'm sitting thinking <laughs> like i'm thinking like is it even is it one of those things where the universe is telling you to do you're just not made for dating or just hold up on it. Um, my faith I in... in mm? Okay. 
Oh, I was saying that my faith in finding the right human is slowly twin- dwindling um because I at the very least I appreciate humor in a man. Um but I find that I don't find a lot of guys attractive and funny. Well, funny and attractive. So, I think my attraction is very linked to how do you make me feel? Can you make me laugh? Yeah. And if you can't make me laugh, then I'm like, ah, you're beautiful, like you're absolutely beautiful, but you've got the personality of potato water. And now like <laughs> and like now I must sit um with with this thing where I I don't feel like you can make me laugh. I don't think like I can be stupid around you, but I can do the same things and feel the same way with friends. Like yeah. I know it's something that can happen. Like yeah. when I'm I'm with you, Malindi or Baba, like we're we're always talking rubbish. Um like there's there's a a, a peacefulness and a and a chillness around how we interact with each other. And now I'm a settle for less from a man nah I'd rather die single <laughs> um, but you know you know um, just sticking to your guns I think is a very powerful thing and it's not um, something that um, a lot of human beings can can stand doing they'd much rather um, a lot of them um, you know stay in in relationships for instance where they are compromising just too much of themselves and too much of their happiness and have had to like maybe drop their standards or what have you so yeah. you sticking to your guns and going no i'm not going to settle for less um yeah don't make me laugh i don't like you um you're very pretty and you know you you make me i don't know you buy me chocolates maybe or roses if that's that's your kind of thing i'm i don't actually mm. know or whip um you know but you just don't make me laugh and that is something i am not going to compromise on so i think a lot of people um definitely compromise their happiness their happiness or their interests um for that invertical stability mm-hmm. which is a it's a farce you guys security like with the someone just said to me the other day um you know no i don't want to give up this part of my job or something because you know my job is my security and I was like, well, do you still think jobs are securities? Did you not see what happened this year? Um, so in the same kind of sense, you know, people are settling for relationship stability. But is it truly stable if you are not as happy as you know you ought to be? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like you were hearing stories about people where men or women, mostly men, were like, go off uh, drive off in their cars and then come back when work is meant to end even though there wasn't any work because they just didn't know how to relate and experience the woman that they've spent 20 years with and I'm like 
How mm. tragic is it that that like you're sitting here and you don't know your partner and like firstly you don't know your partner but don't care to know your partner and all you want to do is escape your partner. Yeah. That's that's where we are and I never yeah. want to be that for a person but I also think and I think we've mentioned this for a long time for for a while and I would really like to get to a point where we can actually interview someone that is um living this kind of lifestyle but like polyamory is something that's very uh interesting to me and um i think it's very interesting to me because i'm not the kind of person that can give one human all my attention mm. i can be- i can barely give like people that i love my attention and now i need to like takes you all the time i need to find out if you've eaten like mm. i don't want to be mean but like i don't care <laughs> like, <laughs> like you like you see that that's like yeah. i think um actually earlier in our first before we got cut off there um in the first half of the podcast when you're talking about having spent the last 10 years on your own that is a true blessing because in your 20s you have been able to have conversations with yourself and yourself alone mm-hmm. that even some 50 year olds have not had with themselves you know exactly exactly they haven't had the noise cut out they haven't had to be with themselves and speak to themselves and question themselves and you know figure out what their like destiny or what have you is and i think it's i think you're actually carrying a lot of wisdom but because... i i feel like you get catch catched caught you get caught mm-hmm. in a catch 22 in like a lot of engagements i have with men i've gotten to a point because i've been single for almost a decade i really like you need to show me why you want to be in my life like i need to actually see substantial value in being in my life because i've lived by myself well i love a family but like i i have never had the opportunity to go oh boyfriend please help me with this please help me with that so when you come to me and the only thing that you want to offer me is deck i'm like i've got a vibrator that can do more yeah i have in my inbox <laughs> in my inbox they want to do the same so like what value are you bringing into my life and i think like expecting that answer from a person also kind of puts you in 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 a tricky situation because some people can't answer that but that, that doesn't mean that they're not good for you at the time so yeah i don't know yeah no i think i think those very very powerful thank you thank so ups <laughs> yeah okay so i think we're almost 2 hours in Um so I think we should we've spoken about misconceptions. So I think we yeah. need to edit edit these parts out. We've spoken about misconceptions and myths. 
Um, what is the craziest story that you, Potato Bake, have heard or have experienced? And if there isn't any crazy story or fantasy or um, yeah, crazy story that you experienced or um, heard, what are your cra- craziest, like craziest fantasies? Hmm. Craziest story. Ah, oh, man, I don't know if we live in the circle of like, or in the circles of mm. craziness in general. But mm-hmm. like, I feel like I feel like we've heard a lot of crazy stories that I don't know <laughs> we have crazy anymore. Like, if someone says, "Yeah, like we had sex wherever in the lion's den," I wouldn't even find that crazy. Okay, cool. But yeah. I can't think yeah. of any kind of crazy, super, super crazy stories. Anything. Fantasies. Yeah. Okay, I definitely want to be a part of the Mile High Club. I haven't had a chance because I fly economy Please. and it's very difficult there in, in economy. You see, in yes. the clouds, bro. In the clouds, in heaven. Yeah, but also someone just in heaven. I feel like we live at festivals, guy. <laughs> actually. Okay. Actually, actually. Um, Mile High Club. Under the under the sky, but like, you know, I think I don't know what place it is where they have those glossy kind of igloo igloo clear transparent um looking bedrooms where you basically sleeping like under the night sky. Oh yeah? Yeah, I've seen those for the ocean. I've never seen them like for night skies. I've seen them like, oh, come on over into this hotel and you're living underwater. Oh, no, no. Under the sky there is as well. Um, (laughs) But so many, so many. And the crazy, like maybe a crazy story is that place that we were told about in, I think it's in the East End. It sounds very dodge, very dodge. Where they have Club Rome. Club Rome. Mm-hmm. Club Rome. Um, yeah. The one part I think she was telling us about the one, one kind of corridor, maybe where there aren't any lights and you're just being touched by many people. Yeah, that's yeah. Creepy. That's creepy yeah. for me. I'm I'm trying to think on my side, like what what crazy um stories that I have. Obviously, and, I mean, Balisa Moles, mm-hmm. like. A lot of her stories were just like, phew, like mind blowing. I learned a lot from they that. They were right. They were. Yeah, I liked they her were stories. quite, quite, quite amazingly. And her voice is so soothing. Like, it's so soothing. <laughs> I feel like everyone has been like, Balisa's voice is so amazing. It's so I'm like, amazing. Yes, it is. <laughs> It's yes, creepy. it is. Uh, yeah, and it's like yeah. That's what I like about it. Right, right. Yeah. Perfect dominatrix. She said something. She said something to me in a like low tone. Um, something very scary. I would, I would just melt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I agree. She has, she has an amazing voice. Sorry, I, I I dipped into the chips, but anyway, 
<laughs> so, um, crazy story for me. I I don't remember any crazy stories that I've heard, but I think um, there've been a few. There've been some. I just can't pull out any from memory because um, I've been seeing people's stories about like some of the things that they like, and I'm like. Oh, what the? You know when you feel when you feel like you're slowly getting into kink, and then yeah. someone tells you something they've done, and you're like, ah, <laughs> what? No, like no, that's too much. You're like, no, I, I have not, I have not been there. So, I think for me, the craziest thing I've experienced in 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 sex. Um, I think there's the obvious one of the threesome with the two guys, but like I feel like that's something we should mention in a different story. But yeah. I think there was there was like um, I don't know what happened. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, know. I'm thinking of the one. Actually, I'm thinking about one crazy thing you told me about. <laughs> like it was love what the hell. Is it the 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 Italy blowjob thing? <laughs> no, because <laughs> that that for me, I feel like was was crazy. Besides the fact that I was gonna like be left in a different country, but like um, I was drinking, having ta- fun times in my life, and this guy was like, "Come, let's go to my place. I'm in a country that I don't know." I'm with a guy that I've never met before and he's like, oh, come, God. let's go to let's go to my my place. And I completely like I was on a Kentucky with people that I came there with, but I was like, fuck these people. I am taking this guy home. And like blame it on our, the alcohol. Oh blame it on the alcohol. But then like on our way, we stopped at we stopped at a corner of this the street and i don't know how but like on as we're walking i kept on like cramming like where and where we were going so we're in this corner of the street and as we're making out you know when you feel the top of someone's or the the, the underneath of someone's hand like just pushing you down and i'm like why is this guy pushing me down and then all of a sudden dick in my face and i'm like this is not happening in the middle of the street and then um this guy came and he's like what are you guys doing and i'm like and this was nighttime right this was nighttime like when we got there there was no one there but then this guy appeared out of god knows where but i'm thinking to myself like sam why why did you decide for us to stop on the corner of the street like who do you think i am and mm. so i was like i was like no and i ran to back to uh the pub and they were like and i don't know what he said but he was like Ciao, Bella, blah, 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 blah. and i'm like no this is <laughs> <laughs> this is where oh, we we stop this but Obviously, I have. Luckily, um, we weren't abducted. Besides being abducted, like many times, I'm like, how did I not get get arrested for public indecency? Because I was like, yeah. I was like out there. But for me, I think public sex is like, it 
it's a very interesting thing but um it has very legal ramifications so um i think for me i would only try it in a space where i'm allowed to so if i go to like we mentioned like a club room um they said they've got a room where you and whoever can do the things and people can watch you like i i don't mind that but um i'm not ready to get arrested for the dick you have not lived until you try to get arrested <laughs> no it's i don't so want to know well. it's just like oh it's what i feel like doing right now let's do it mm-hmm. right now Mm-mm. right here right now i don't want to get arrested <laughs> with a criminal record that's that's oh, no yeah. no no Maybe no no come back to Italy sorry exactly exactly i i i need i don't actually need a job i just need to make money yeah then i can be sorted so i feel like so. we're at the end of everything and we have Indeed. one last question um Indeed. which is how can you as a listener be a guest um on Sex and Machine what are our requirements what do you need to do what do you need to be um for us to to have you you need to be a BBW okay even if you're not big though but you need to be a black female and black includes all shades that are the color spectrum mm-hmm. um so As asian he says you are black yeah asian mm-hmm. blasian mm-hmm. black uh, mixed colored and the reason for that guys it's not reverse racism or none, none like that it's just that we have not found in our search in our years long search mm. um a platform such as this but for like done by black females and for black females and be a little bit of a of a voice nyana there for black females so that's all it is yeah um that you know stuff that people of color can relate to like when we talk about shaving um with razor blades for instance and just being like five shades darker yeah you know that's that's a when we talk about lobola lobola and and um just like the dynamics of black hair and black men even white men like that that right now is something that is completely specific to us and there's so much to say um around it and there's so many people that have opinions on it and as as you guys would have noticed like when we had our first episode around anal we had guests saying don't douche let let your body live like sex is dirty anyway you know sex yeah. is smelly so like just live yeah. your life and then mm-hmm. in our last 
the second last podcast which is on being in in the black king community two of yeah. the ladies on there were like yeah you need to you do, have to do. <laughs> you, you have, have to, to. Do. and and then i was like confused like exactly exactly but i i think for for this it's one of those things where you don't really have to pick a side it's picking what's best for you but also at least experiencing what someone else has done so um there might be women that are like i'm not gonna douche i don't need to douche um i don't want to ruin my personal flora and to then, each his own, you know. To each his own, and then those the ones who want to do that. Also, we need we've to change it to everything. each her own. We need to change yeah. it to each her own. I like that shit. To mm-hmm. each her mofo on. Mm-hmm. Own, own. Why did I say on? Yeah, no. Today you you basically like me. You know how all your makeup works. <laughs> I hope I haven't done that before. It's, but yeah. it's the it's the jam. Um so yeah guys, you need to be a, a black female. Um if you want to be anonymous, you can you be, be anonymous, just yeah, you notify us and we won't mm-hmm. mention your name, we'll give you a pseudonym or just name you anonymous. We'd have to see, you know, what what it is that you are comfortable chatting about, and which like which one of our episodes that would fit into. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're knowledgeable on that, then you can chat to us about it or give, tell us about your experiences. Do you need to be South African, Dudu? No, 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 not at all. So, no. in we actually would like to have this like grow and spread internationally to yeah. black women in in on earth but then obviously there's time zone stuff that we need to take into we 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 want to um have the space where we can talk to black women um there's so much that we want to say there's so many experiences that we've we've um as black women have had and so if you have a, a very unique and special story that you want to share um you we can easily have you in as a guest um if there's some pieces that you'd like commentary um on um we can have at least one or two guests with you on there just to have a chat about it like yeah. there's different formats that we we can uh you play can around with you know mm, yeah email us on sex us. and vagine at gmail yeah. instagram us dm us um on sex and vagine we're on twitter we're on facebook just hit us up um and potato bacon i will um try our best to respond and um do scheduling um especially in the next coming weeks we'd really like to schedule some really cool and interesting topics one will be very topical so if you want to hear our thoughts on the jenna pinkard smith and will smith issue we will have that um 
there's a lady that actually reached out to us uh, around Tantra. So she mm-hmm. might be able to share some really awesome um, insights on Please that. Allah, I with... need to learn how to move the earth with my mind. Right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited for her to join us. And then we, we've reached out to two other ladies that are uh, sexual wellness coaches to talk about the regime and, you know, all things regime. <laughs> Heart yeah. to induce orgasm, squirting, all these yeah. great and lovely things. So we have a lot in store for you guys, and we're really excited to, um, you know, take this journey with you. And yeah, I guess this is us. This is the end. Yeah, and continue to love yourself because at the end of it all, we just want you guys to love yourselves, and we're also learning to love ourselves the way we are. <laughs> naturally but you know if we if we want to modify we can modify but basically to love yourself love yourself before the next person because you can't give the next person the right type of love and a good amount of love if you don't love yourself first yeah yeah don't support the next structure if your structure is not supported and balanced and all of that guys Amen, so, Bazaran. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on another episode of Sex and Virgin. We hope you loved it as much as we did. Let's continue this conversation on our social media platforms. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Sex and Virgin. That is S E X A N D V A G E N E. No underscores, no ampersand. Bye, Bye beans. beans.